0: Hello friends, welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. My name is Shina Akonde from Lagos, Nigeria. I'm so delighted to be you know, on the show with you again. I mean, happy Easter, by the way. It's the season of Easter and I know you're having a good time wherever it is you're listening or watching from. On today's episode of the Faith Culture Podcast, it's going to be the first part of many series. Uh, that is the um, you know Easter series. And I'm having um, a good Christian friend on the show today, um, Lua Onu. Orelua, welcome to the show today.
1: Hi, Shino. Thank you very much. Hi, everybody.
0: Yeah, welcome to the Faith Culture happy Podcast.
1: Year. Thank you,
0: Shino. <laughs> yeah, happy Easter, by the way. All right.
1: Happy Easter to you, too.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, um, you know, before I dive into the conversation today, I'm just going to quickly ask you, how uh, are you celebrating the Easter season?
1: Um, I'm going to be with my family. Um, Possibly... Attending as many Easter related events as we can.
0: <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: but um, then, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm listening.
0: Okay, but then what does Easter actually mean to you?
1: Okay, so for me personally, Easter is honestly the most important um, holiday for me. I personally think it's more important than Christmas, but that's just my opinion. Because <laughs> I feel like to me, Easter means. Um, the period when Jesus fulfilled the reason why he came to earth, you know, his primary assignment of being sent down to be man. So, I think Easter is the most important holiday. I think it is a season of deep reflection for everybody who proclaims Jesus as Lord. I think it's a season for us to think about what he has done for us. Um, I personally like watching Passion of the Christ. Because it makes me remember. I know that I was human beings that I did passion of the Christ. You know, humans <laughs> like me. Are you, but it, it is the closest to maybe the chosen but It is the closest to what I imagine happened. You know, so it's kind of like helps me to remember um, what happened. Helps me to um, stairs up a deeper, deeper conviction in me to you know. When I say I give my life to Christ, I actually give it and to so allow Jesus to be Lord, and it makes me sober, to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, I think Easter is a very sober, very important period for us to celebrate. Yes.
0: Yeah, very, 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 very accurate. Actually, I mean, and I can, I can sort of resonate with you because Easter is more, is more eventful, you know. I mean, the it has a lot of events around it. Of course. Yeah. Christmas is very important, just as you also said. I mean, that is the birth of Christ, and you know yeah. we, we celebrate that because we welcome the gift of salvation to the world. And but then Easter just has a whole lot of events around it because you know um, that's um, you know sacrificial death of Christ is just really the bedrock of the salvation of many Christians today. Yeah. I mean, and it's actually a very beautiful experience. It also helps us to reflect, you know. Just as you said, I mean, cool stuff. Uh, thanks a lot, um, or I wish you a very um, happy Easter celebration this season.
1: You
0: yeah, I thank you, you. All right, so yeah, we're gonna dive into the conversation today because uh, okay. you know, I mean, like I'm so gingered. I really want to hear your thoughts. I really want to hear your God experience. I want to, you know, know how your faith journey has been. But then I know there are a lot of persons who, are, who would probably want to get to know you better. Can you just do a brief, um, you know, introduction?
1: <laughs> um. Okay. Hi, my name is Orolua Onun. I am um, a wife, a mom. I'm a <laughs> medical doctor. I'm a um, certified holistic mental health coach. And I take that very seriously. <laughs> wow, I am awesome. a... I don't know, is it, I create edifying products like journals? I also create edifying spaces. I host events that draw people to um draw hearts to Jesus. Yeah, I think in summary, that is that is me. You
0: are the Jesus kind of woman. <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. That is beautiful. Okay, so all right. Um, can you sort of like take us back to your um salvation experience? You know, how you met Christ? Can you I mean, how was it like for you, you know, briefly?
1: Okay. Um, thank you, Shino. So I was born into a Christian home where my parents are Bible-believing, actual practicing Christians. But I didn't oh. have a partner relationship with God until 2016. I had many things that were happening in my life before that. I just got eventually got to a place where I hit rock bottom and I became very desperate for a solution for a way up. Um, I just didn't like how I was feeling. I didn't, I could not see um, how things could be better. I, I just, my mind just couldn't factor a better, you know, better time. So I became curious. I tried to, um, I just decided that, okay, I'm her, I've heard my parents talk about all these amazing things God has done for them. Um, they have many, many deep stories and all that about their work and everything. So I just figured, okay, um, I would give it a try. I so I basically, um, rededicated my life to Christ to to test God. Basically, wow. I was I just I just felt like I didn't have any other option. That was just always in my heart. I just felt like if it's only God that can help me now. That's how that's how I felt, right? Prior to that, I was a very moral, don't do this, don't do that person. But I didn't have a personal work with Jesus himself. So in July 28th, twenty six, I actually remember that day because it was a very significant day in my life. Um, I was in a church. I was actually a worker, but I didn't have a personal relationship, like I was saying. So my church was having a very special event. There was an altar call at a point. And for the first time in my life, I went to the front and I meant it. And after that, dramatically, I started having a very deep desire to read my Bible, to spend time with God. had prior to that, I'd never been, I'd never had that kind of desire before. I was very okay reading certain scriptures, not really understanding, but I was just okay with reading it for religion's sake, um, you know, but I had this very deep desire to know God for myself. In fact, I didn't talk about this season in my life until the season was over. It was it was very personal very deep for me um so i got a bible in a translation that i thought i could understand i like humor so i got the translation that i felt like i would enjoy i got a journal which is one of very big on journals and that's how it started i started reading my bible in fact it became all i wanted to do and through bible study i started doing many 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 amazing things in my life the first thing that shocked me was the fact that I could hear God prior to oh. that. I thought hearing God was only for certain types of people. <laughs> Honestly, if, I, if you had told me that if anybody in the past told me what God said, I used to squint that God said, what, like, how did God say? Honestly, I never could wrap my mind around God saying. So that was one of the most surreal things to me. So I think that's how my journey with God started. Wow. Um, yeah.
0: I mean, You know, it's, I mean, while I was listening to you share your story, I I just um, sort of remember how mine was as well. You know, I I mean, Mm -hmm. I've always been that moral guy in church. And I mean, until I realized that it is more than being, you know, being moral. You you have to have that relationship with God. And then yeah, that was just it for me as well. And, you know, you said something about the fact that, you know, you can be in church and not even have a relationship with God. You know, yeah can, i mean it's we're not talking about being churchy or being or making church attendance yeah. <laughs> you know you know as much as that is good you know it's just um, it's it's a different ball game when you come into that relationship with god and, and i thank god for your life all right I love thank god you very much. okay thank you. so um, so yeah uh, how would you say you've seen god you know uh move in your life ever since you you know you gave your life to christ or you received the gift of salvation i know you have started saying one or two things, like you, you've you um, grown to, you know, hearing God, you know, I mean, are there other things that um, are sort of like, um, you know, are there other notable things, you know, in your Christian journey?
1: Yeah, oh, okay. Um, Quite a number. I'm trying to think about, so the truth is that I'm a very dramatic person. I can be very animated, <laughs> like, if I'm very close to okay. somebody, but, but I feel like sometimes God relates to me like that. Like God knows how He made me. So sometimes my relationship with God is very dramatic. Hmm. You know, it's not always. uh, So I'm trying to think about which one. Even where I met my husband. Can just give us
0: one. Okay, can just give us one or two because. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, I can't pick one example, so I'll just give like
0: I'll just I think I I want to hear how you met your husband. How me.
1: Uh, okay, so I will speed because it's long, but I'll just yeah. say the most it was for time. So oh, okay. I was in particular okay. church before, and then after a while, God told me to leave. I mean, the church before, the church, I mean, now. So God um, told me to leave the church, and um, the church is amazing. Even if I mention the church now, you'd be surprised. The church is extremely oh. amazing, but God told me to leave, and I didn't know why. So, also, something I couldn't, in fact, somebody that was very close to me, a senior spiritual. How do I explain it now? Someone that used to go up to spiritually was very obsessed with me that I left that church, actually. I But, I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I have a bad habit of not really explaining things. I don't know why. I just feel like I don't, I, I don't know why. So anyways, so um God told me to leave the church. I didn't know why. Then when they led, led me to the church, I'm in now. And as I entered the church, um a lot of dramatic things happened. And one of it was that somebody, um, I was talking to a group of people, and um, somebody um, introduced, my my husband now came where I was talking, and he introduced, the person that was there introduced me to him, and all of that. And what was fascinating was that what caught his attention was the kind of hair yeah, I had that period, and it was something that got that you know, specifically put in my heart. I don't know how to explain, it was, it was very, the, the, it's something, it is, I'm serious, very, very simple things like that. It was something that God had put in my heart. the kind of, you know, hairstyle and everything. So anyways, it was the first thing that caught um, um, his attention. attention. And then, Yeah, so the name that people used to call him was not his original name, but like two weeks before that, God had told me that my husband's name start with K, and so I, the, all the K names I was thinking, I was thinking Kayode, Kunle. I was just thinking many, many things. So when I met my husband and introduced himself with the name that people call him, but it's not his real name, I was like, No, what's your real name? And then he told me his name. Like, That's K. I remember that it was so hilarious. I was like, Ah, why? And it was so hilarious. And many other things like that happened. And then the scripture. Um, the specific scripture, I remember that with him, I was feeling very, very overwhelmed. Um, prior to that, I had experienced, experienced a lot of, um, what's this thing, a lot of disappointment, a lot of, I was in a very, I had oh, some some form of apathy. yes. So prior to him, I wasn't very, I don't know what the word is. I was very cynical about certain things. And then with him, I just started feeling very overwhelmed. Like someone was, like every time I was around him, like there was this magnetic force. I'm not even joking. And it wasn't even anything shallow. I don't know what it was. Today, I don't even know what it was. It was something very deep. And I decided to fast and pray about it. Prior to this, he had not asked me out. He had not told me he liked me. I had not said anything like that. We were just chatting a lot. And then I decided to fast and pray about it. And then God gave me a scripture that explained exactly how I was feeling. And then he told me it was my husband. Wow. after that point, I was just waiting for him to ask me out. Like I felt like it was even wasting my time. <laughs> the point. So I feel like that for somebody that that um, was in a point where they had experienced certain negative things when it comes to relationships, that was a big deal for me. Because many things happened after that confirmed that I had heard God and a lot of things. So that was, it may seem simple to somebody that has never been, you know, in a certain place emotionally yeah, or has yeah. always had a good but For me, that was something that I will forever be thankful for. In fact, <laughs> now when we have disagreements or whatever, I always, it's always, there are prayers when I constantly, you know, the conviction I have of hearing God and all that, it's, it overwhelms um, everything and it makes
0: it easier to even reconcile yourself, so, Yeah. Wow. I mean, that is absolutely incredible. I think we should have another episode whereby we get to talk about uh, how to hear from God. Practical ways to to uh, hear from God. I <laughs> <wanted to. laughs> Thank you, but but really, that was that was beautiful. I mean, it's just amazing how people can clearly tell you how they get to hear God speak and how they can also test. You know, um, I mean, have different tests experiences or test, uh, you know, moments, yeah. or or to serve as a confirmation of that yeah. and God um, has uh, you know, spoken to them. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so, you. Um, all right, you know, this is a Faith Culture Podcast, and then, and, uh, you know, considering our, the nature of our conversation today, uh, I'm very keen to ask you this. You know, we're talking about, this is a faith work. Even you're joining to even, you know, choosing a husband, you accepting Christ as your Lord and partner Savior. These are all faith decisions right and then but would you say faith is a lifestyle
1: yes i i would i would say faith is a lifestyle do you want me to explain yeah yeah i I feel like christianity in itself takes faith because even to say i believe in somebody we've never we were not there physically when jesus was on earth when he was Mm. new to the cross we are literally walking on water with Jesus because we were not there. Um, We believe because of the conviction of the Holy Spirit in our heart and all that. So I feel like Christianity in its entirety is is faith. It takes a lot of faith to believe genuinely in somebody that you've never seen. So that's what I think. I also think that after accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, which takes faith, I also think, believe that to even um, obey, to even please God, you know, to obey his commandments, to show him love. It takes faith because a lot of times it, when God gives us instructions, he doesn't tell us the whole thing. He doesn't explain a lot of time. So that takes a lot of faith. Number one, you are not seeing this person. Number two, he's giving you an instruction that you have no idea why he's telling you to do this thing. So I feel like that takes a lot of faith, a lot of, a lot of conviction. Um, that's what I genuinely believe. Mm. I, I I think Christianity
0: in its, its entirety is a faith work. That's what I think. I mean, I mean, that was a very splendid, um, you know. Answer and and I love how you said even Christianity in its entirety is a faith journey. You know, and you know if we're going you know, to, but you know, yeah. Let, let me just say my my comments on that because my next question, you know, uh, is is going to sort of um, help us sort of gain, um, you know, some clarity on. On why people, you know, get to turn back even from the faith. You know, I'm sure you you've seen people who started this faith work with you. And I'm, and but today, you know, I don't know if you have that experience, but I have that experience. I have people who sort of started the faith journey with me, but they are no, I would say they're no longer in the faith or they are probably turned back, you know, and all of that. But I'm gonna ask you this question. Is it because, is it because the you know the the entire Christian life is a faith work? Then a lot of people find it challenging, and they get to turn back. Or why do you think people turn back from this, um, you know, Christian life, or from the, you know, from the faith? Yeah.
1: Yes. Um. So I think it's different things for different people. I think one of the major reasons is that people get weary, and you know, the Bible says that um, when we're we, are weary, i am paraphrasing and when we're weary, the way, place to get strength is by waiting on God. So oh. I feel like a lot of us, even Elijah, got weary, but the problem is that a lot of us don't actually decide to wait on God. We would rather go on Instagram and screenshot somebody's quote or go and ask someone for advice or something like that rather than everything else but wait on God. So I feel like if you do that often, with time, you your weariness will show so much and you would not be, you would not be um able to move past that place and actually gain the strength you need so i feel like people get weary a lot of us get weary the only difference is that some people choose not to wait on god um the other it takes faith to also wait on god because you have to believe that god god will meet with me god will respond god will help me god will minister I will minister that kind of thing then i also feel like a lot of us maybe didn't get we're not grounded from the beginning i feel like there's a form of godliness in the atmosphere that people think they are they know God when they really don't so when you know life happens and it tests what you think you know about God ma- many of us don't really do well because it it just shows that we didn't really know God as much as we thought we did i feel like that happens especially with the way the world is now a person can go on instagram be posting stuff people are very easy to please it doesn't take much to know what people want to, you know, read or whatever, post certain things, you know, people want to hear. People say, oh, yes, I agree. Amen. Preach for the person at the back, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, they have not spent any time with God. So I feel like sometimes feeding off the applause of people without actually building any form of, you know, armory in the place of intimacy with God is also a reason why, with time, people leave the faith. They get tired of the charades. They get tired of the acting. They don't see any results because of that. So they get tired. I think another thing is that, um, I feel like one thing that happens is that we get, another thing is that we get overwhelmed with the negative things, trials and tribulations. Oh. Um, I feel like life, life happens to everybody. Life happens to Jesus, you know. I mean, in many ways. So I feel like sometimes um, life happens and we allow it to overwhelm us such that um, if in a season when it feels like God is quiet, a lot of people choose, oh, God must hate me, God must hate me. Or when someone dies, that's part of life happening. It can make people question, oh, God must be wicked. Especially when God doesn't give us the kind of answers we want, or he doesn't even talk at all. It can be very hard if certain things are not in place to move past those speaking speaking. So I think that's part of the reasons why people live the faith.
0: Okay, thank you so much, Ori. That was a very beautiful response. And I'm going to ask you, I mean, have you had your own moments whereby you felt challenged, you know, or your faith felt challenged, yes. and you, and you sort of, um, you know, you, you became overwhelmed with the thoughts of drawing back?
1: Yeah, I have.
0: <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I mean, I yeah, I, I know most most Christians would have had that moment, right? But uh, mm-hmm. how were you able to? Were, were they, okay, were there certain things? Can you just tell us, like, maybe one or two things that you did that were that was sort of able to bring you back? Yeah. Yeah, I've, or, had, you know, I've had
1: periods that like that. Yes, I've had I've definitely had periods like that. I think some of the things that helped me during that season were um going over, like I said, I journal a lot. I write oh. um things that God, God has said, things that have happened, all that. So one of the things that helps me is to go over some of the things I have written. Um places where God did certain things, places, things that God has told me. I find that those things, somehow they just make, build hope in me somehow. Another thing is that I try to tell at least two people that I'm I'm close to and I believe can help me in that season because I don't want to stay there. So I tell at least two people that can either pray for me or that can keep talking to me or encouraging me. Sometimes I just say to so that, oh, you know, so that I won't, I don't, I know how, because of mental health, I know how dangerous isolation is. So mm-hmm. I, I try my best to, I, I don't tell a lot of people. There are a lot of people that, um, that we are friends and we are close, but I don't tell them certain things. But I tell people that I believe in that area, they can genuinely help me. And it has always, well, God has always used those people in those seasons. Another thing is worship for me personally. Worship, I don't understand. Worship just has a way of, it can just lift me from being under the ground to flying in heaven. I'll even forget. um, You know, I'll just start, I'm very emotional. So I I start remembering things. I start crying. I get to a place where I go from being angry at God or mad to actually worshiping and being in awe. And I feel like those are things that it's only the Holy Spirit that can do, to be honest, because. (laughs) Left to my flesh, um, so yeah, those are things I feel like have helped me. Listen, and me, I'm very, I'm very sensitive to music, so I try not to listen to sad songs. I try not to listen to songs about. I feel like I don't think it's wise to not be happy and to listen, be listening to songs that are not happy, whether it's about anything. I don't think it's wise. So I me, mean, I try to listen to the opposite. I try to listen to spiritual songs. I always make my atmosphere. I try to make my to say God conscious. So I feel like those are things that have helped me. And by God's grace to continually help me, um, talking oh. to people that I know can help me. Um, you know, not people looking for Jesus, people that can actually help me. Um, um, checking things God has said, worshipping. And me, I'm very, I try to be very honest in my relationship with God. So I, I mean, I easily tell God how I feel without even, I don't do any, preamble anything. I can really say, God, I'm upset. God, I'm angry. God, I don't understand. God, I, I like a normal. Like I'm talking to you now. So I do that a lot, and I find that sometimes God answers, and it blows my mind. All times, to just puts a song in my heart. In fact, that one happens a lot. That the next morning, I wake up with a song and a solution. Mm. So I feel like those have really helped me share personally.
0: Wow, beautiful. So, and I know if you're listening to this conversation, you're also like drawing inspiration from Orazem's story. There's, I mean, you can't listen to stuff like this and you can find out to sort of, um, you know, you know, you can't do some sort of cross examination and say, so okay, I mean, how can I build an intimate relationship with God? Because many of the things that my guest today is sharing, they are things that she has experienced, you know, from, you know, from an uh, intimate relationship with God, right? And I think that is just one thing that um, can really help us, you know, even growing this Christian journey. And the fact that you need the right community of friends, you need, you know, you also need to know how God talks to you. You need to know how you come out of that, um, you know, that uh, moment where the devil just wants to sap your joy, sap your spiritual strength. Uh, you must know how to come out. If not, you know, you just see that you, are, you, you become so weakened. Uh, I pray God will help us, you know, in Jesus Amen. name. Amen. Amen. All right. So, um, all right, you know, we're about bringing this to a wrap, and I just want to ask you, you know, to share with us, you know, I don't know, maybe a couple of things, you know, that you think most people don't know about this Christian life and you would love them to know?
1: Ah, uh, do I know what people don't know? <laughs> okay, well, okay, I think things that maybe people don't know as much. Um, Christianity is very interesting. Like I said, my own work with God is very dramatic. So oh, there's always one razzmatazz here or there. I don't mean it in that, oh, God is sending me Ferrari today. God is sending me Ferrari. That's not what I mean. <laughs> Even though that one that yeah. one is coming in Jesus' name. That's not what, That's what like, um, my, I mean. Amen. Like, I feel like Christianity is interesting. Um, Seeing that God Almighty would talk to us blows my mind. Honestly speaking that he cares that much to even be talking to us giving us instruction asking us to partner with him it blows my mind so i feel like christianity is interesting i feel like people see it as a burden, but i think it's genuinely interesting i feel like um another thing people i I think christians need to realize more is that uh, our people generally is that being a christian does not mean you cannot feel your emotions that thing pisses me off so much. I feel like people are so people behave, we behave like robots sometimes. I think we forget that like, even Jesus, you know, felt pain, felt yeah, anger, yeah. Pride. It was
0: emotional. I
1: feel like yeah, you don't have to pretend even if you don't tell anybody, at least tell God, you know, you don't have to put up a front for anybody, let alone God. So I feel like that's something else that I, I like to emphasize. Um I don't know if I have five. Oh. <laughs> okay, I feel like Christianity has the answers to well, by Christianity, I mean a work with God has the answers to everything we can ever ask. That's what I think. Whether it's um, clarity, whether it's financial breakthrough, whatever it is, I feel like God, the work with God, can lead you there. Um, oh. I don't think Jesus is a killjoy. I think He wants oh. to give us joy. Oh. So, uh, I those are three things i feel like and i feel like god has good taste <laughs> yeah. In, I, honestly i feel like people is right because people say they just when oh god asked them to do something let's use husband and wife and they don't like the person god has good taste he knows why you know i that's a whole different conversation so i'm not going to talk about that oh, um oh, as regards um choosing giving you a career path, giving you an assignment, telling you to talk. So God has good taste. God has the best taste. God's 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 imagine everyone is gold everywhere. That's somebody that cares about class. So I think oh. people forget that God God has good taste. So yeah I think I those are four I can't remember. I can't think of five sorry. <laughs>
0: All right, all right, awesome, awesome. Thanks a lot. Um, All right, I I mean, and I love the fact that you said, you know, um, the Christian life is not a huge joy experience. In fact, you know, God has indeed, you know, um, made joy, you know, um, you know, He he has made joy to abound, you know, within us. You know, that is one beautiful thing about the Christian life. There is joy within, and there is also even joy around. Even when you are passing through, you know, unfavorable circumstance. Uh, you know, situations, you know, you can still, you know, the joy of the Holy Spirit can still be expressed within you and around mm. you. I mean, and, and that is just, uh, you know, very beautiful. Thanks a lot, Ori, for, for sharing this you, deep sure. wisdom and insight on our conversation today. And I'm not going to let you go without saying a short prayer to um, to our listeners, you know, a prayer for those who, who, who just want to find God, a prayer for those who are struggling in the Christian world, and, um, yeah, I mean, those two set of people, I mean, okay, maybe the two set of people, those who are enjoying their Christian life today, a prayer for them as well. So, okay. over to you. Thank you.
1: Okay. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this podcast. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about you. Thank you for caring about us enough to even draw us to you. Say be like, I jesus name. Father, we pray for everybody here who is struggling with their Christian work or who doesn't even know where to begin or who is just weary and tired, we pray, Lord Jesus, that you will comfort them, you will give them strength, and you will minister to them in the way they understand. I ask, Lord, that you please draw every heart that is listening to you and you fill them up with the hunger and thirst for you that only you can give in jesus name amen. i pray for everybody that is currently enjoying their christian work or who is growing i pray that you will cause them to continue to grow and grow and abide in you in jesus name amen. thank you lord for answered prayers in thank jesus you, name
0: amen amen thank you so much all right thank was, you shino this was uh, a lot of fun if I push on prayer, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed um, our conversation, and I know everyone who was listening today, you know, have been tremendously blessed by you know this amazing stuff that you have shared. Yeah. Okay, guys, um, I'll be speaking with Ore Onu, an amazing Christian friend of mine, uh, based in um, Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, I mean, you you need to like watch this and listen over and over again, and of course, share with someone so that their faith can also be. You know, um, so that so they can get inspired, you know, on this Christian journey. We need one another, you know, as we go on in this Christian life. And I believe that you have found some wisdom from all that uh, you know today's guests have shared on the show. Uh, if you are new to the Faith Culture Podcast, I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so nice to have you, you know, on you know, on this show, listening to the first episode, you know, congratulations. And if you have been listening for a while now. You guys are the MVP. I really appreciate you for spending time on this episode on this um, podcast every now and then, and I love you guys. I, I see all the positive feedback give, and I just want you to please continue doing that that good work. Um, you know, keep sharing the podcast. You know, um, let someone else get blessed just as you have been blessed as well. I really look forward to coming your way. Next week, with another, um, you know, conversation on Easter that I believe is going to inspire you, uh, you know, wherever you are on your Christian journey. Thank you so much. Thank you, ORE, for coming on the show Thank once you, again. God bless aggressive. you. Uh, regards to your family.
1: Do. bye
0: Bye. Bye.